manood na sa teleradyo Makinig manood na sa teleradyo Teleradyo, teleradyo Marcelo Panginoon Diyos, maraming salamat po sa pagkakataong ibinigay ninyo sa aming lahat upang makapag-aral sa gitna ng pandemya. Salamat po sa pagbibigay ninyo sa amin ng mga taong matsagang hinuhubog ang aming isipan sa araw-araw. Gabayan ninyo po kami upang maunawaan ang mga aral na ibinibigay sa amin ng aming tagapagturo. Bigyan ninyo po kami ng talas ng isip upang matalos ang mga bagay na kailangan naming malaman. Kabayan naman po ninyo ang aming guro upang maibigay niya ng lubusan ang mga paliwanag na aming kakailanganin. Sa harap po ninyo at sa inyong bugtong na anak, inaalay po namin ang araw na ito. Amen. Makinig manood na sa teleradyo Makinig manood na sa teleradyo Teleradyo, teleradyo Marcelo Magandang araw sa lahat ng ating mga tagapakinig sa ikalabing, ikalabing isa at ikalabing dalawang baitang. Ito ang Teleradyo Marcelo, ang telearalan ng bawat Del Pilarian. Ako si Binibining Rosan S. De La Cruz mula sa Marcelo H. Del Pilar National High School. Handa na ba ang lahat? Siguraduhin na isagawa na ang inyong iba't ibang ritual dahil sa ilang sandali lamang magsisimula na ang ating talakayan. Mag-inat-inat na kayo dahil heto na ang isang panibagong araw na naman ang pagkatuto. Magandang araw sa ating mga masisipag na binata at dalaga. Narito si Ginang Nina Marie Nicolas upang samahan kayo sa hagdanang pagkatuto sa signaturang 21st century literature from the Philippines and the world. Aasahan kong pagkatapos ng leksyon ay kaya ninyo nang gawin ang ipagagawa ng ating guro. Huwag na nating patagalin pa. Narito si Ginang Nina Marie Nicolas upang tayo magsimula. Makinig manood na sa teleradyo. Makinig manood na sa teleradyo. Teleradyo, teleradyo Marcelo. Sa gitna ng mapanubok na panahon Magkahatid sa dagakibat ay diskusyon Sama-sama tayo Kahit magkalayo Sa programang ito Tiyak ang pagkatuto Hello! Fun-loving, book lovers, literature lovers, Del Pilarians! You are tuning in to Teleradio Marcelo, ang telearalan ng bawat Del Pilarian. It is nice seeing you all in this platform, folks. What a great day indeed, seeing you here virtually. We are delighted to have you here at Teleradio Marcelo. I am Miss Nina Marie Nicolas, your lead to 21st century literature from the world and the Philippines. God is good for everyone, still alive and kicking. This day is quite a different day. This is the day for 21st century literature. We are challenged to be uh, excited and attentive 
as you listen to our broadcast. My dear Del Pilarians, you are more than ready and alive as I knew you, people. So, let us start and keep the ball rolling. 21st century literature from the Philippines and the world. Always remember that readers today are leaders tomorrow. That is a gentle reminder from your mom Nina and the rest of your literature teachers. Before we start, let me see if you could recall what we discussed last meeting. It's your time. Chat your answers on the comment box below. Don't forget to indicate your strand and section. So can you give me some of your insight on the famous uh, story entitled The Little Prince? So now let's have the video of The Little Prince, courtesy of Netflix. designed a plan. I call it your life plan. Life plan? Everything's here. The minute of the hour, hour of the day, the day of the week, the week of the month, the month of the year, the year of your life. Everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah. Once, when I was six years old, I believed something very simple. That what is most important is invisible to the eye. This is our little corner of the universe. But then I grew up. I forgot all about being a child. We will find a way home. Until something miraculous happened. We will find a way I'm not so sure I want to grow up anymore. Growing up is not the problem. Forgetting is. Wow. Once upon a time, there was a little prince who lived on a planet that was scarcely bigger than himself and who had need of a friend. Okay, so we got responses here in our comment section from Joshua Campos. It is only with a heart that one can see rightly. So this is actually one of the quotes in The Little Prince. Okay, please keep the responses in. What other insights can you share? Okay, from William Jem, the little prince made us realize 
that the best things in life cannot be seen by the naked eye, but can be felt by our hearts, such as love and friendship. Wow. This is a moving comment from William Jem. Okay, how about from uh, the other sections? I'll be reading another one in a while. How about the Yums uh, department? Our students from, uh, okay, we have here Marion Claire Abendia. We must be careful in choosing whom we'll establish ties with. We must not look in the outward appearance since superficial lies. Looking with our heart, rather uh, with the eyes, will be build more meaningful and lifelong ties. This is from ABMA. From Clarice Del Rosario, it's the time you spent on your rose that makes your rose so important. Then, this is the last one I'll be reading from John Edward Luna Mancilia of 12 ABMA. Things that are important couldn't be seen with our naked eyes, but rather with our hearts. Thank you so much for all your responses and for your insights. I do appreciate them. Okay, so let's proceed uh, with our lesson. So to continue with, I've prepared a simple game where you are going to interpret uh, pictures and paintings. So this will, game will really make you more eager to learn about our topic for today. Okay, can you see at the painting in the slide? Okay, can you please interpret or describe the picture you see? Please comment your answers. Thank you. I'll be waiting for the responses in the comment section. So while waiting, there are still responses for the little prince. I'll be reading them. They're actually good ones. From Bernadette Santa Ana, The true and lasting ties are those that even if the eyes can see, the heart can feel. Permanent bonds are those you put effort into to create memories with them. It's a bond that is different and extraordinary and cannot be compared to anyone or anything. Eyes alone cannot perceive the uniqueness of an individual or a thing. These are lacked in their appearance, and it is only after taming them that we can know and appreciate their uniqueness. Wow. And from EJ uh, Segura of 12 STEM E, it is the time and effort that we spend on the things we love that makes it unique from others. Thank you for your responses. So how about the a painting we have.
Can you please ha, interpret it or describe based on what you perceive in the uh, painting? Okay. So I'm waiting for the responses. Actually, we have here a comment from uh, Mr. Irwin Pagtalunan. The little prince made us see that important things cannot be seen physically, but internally. So what do you see in the painting? So we see here a woman lying in some sort of a dried place with leaves on her. So what else? Can you add more? Okay, I'm waiting for the responses. Okay, so we can proceed with the next uh, painting. Okay, what can you see? Please uh, comment your answers in our comment section. So this painting was uh, from uh, that movement back in uh, Neue Sacklichkeit from the German uh, era of uh, new objectivity okay so we have here comment from clarice del rosario the painting is roots uh, i think that is from the first uh photo or the fo uh, first painting we had so you, can you please describe naman po the, the second uh painting so we have here like a family with a baby. So can you please add more? So what else do we see from that? It seems like the baby has something in there as well as the parents who are taking care of the baby. Okay. So I guess that is for our uh, game. Let us proceed with the next. Go. Now let us have an overview of what our topic is today and that is magical realism. So, 
This magical realism is a genre that is prominent in the Latin American in the mid-20th century. So when the continent flourished economically and culturally. So it's a type of literature that depicts the real world as having an undercurrent of magic and fantasy. So it is also a narrative technique that blends reality with fantasy. Both the ordinary and extraordinary are presented as a matter of fact. And there is usually a strong hint of social criticism that runs through the narrative. So there are actually characteristics and elements of magical realism. So let us have them. The first one, realistic setting. What is a realistic setting? So in magical realism, the novels take place in a place familiar to the readers. So it, it doesn't really mean that it exists in this world, but somehow the place should be familiar to you as a reader. Next, we have magical elements. So this is the reasons why, one of the reasons why this is considered magical realism. There could be talking objects, there could be people from the dead, there could be uh, objects that are moving, but these are normal in magical realism. However, they are presented normal in the story. Next is limited information. So the authors do not deliberately uh, explain why such circumstances or supernatural circumstances occur in the story. And the reason behind this is because they wanted to emphasize that these things are but normal. So as readers, we should really think or assume that these are actually happening on their everyday lives. Next is critic. So authors often use magical realism to offer an implicit critic of society, most notably politics and the elite. So let us remember that uh, magical realism emerged in the Latin American region because they wanted to express their distaste for American imperialism. So this is one of their ways to express that distaste. Isn't it? This is how also our heroes express their distaste for the colonizers during the Spanish era. Do you think so? Next. We have the unique plot structure. So it doesn't really follow a narrative arc like the beginning, middle, and end. And the plot can happen anytime or anywhere in the story. Plus, the conflict can also happen anywhere in the story. That's why uh, it doesn't follow like that of the short stories we have from the rising action to the climax to the falling action and resolution. We can see all of these elements anywhere in the story in magical realism. That's why we consider it as having a unique plot structure. So let us um, have a discussion on how this magical realism came to being. So when we talk about magical realism, who are the notable authors that you remember? 
So comment them in our comment section. So while waiting for the responses, uh, there was a comment for the painting a while ago. For the second painting, the parent looks like they are trying to do their best and all for their family. Thank you for that response. Who do you think is a notable author for this uh, magical realism? Actually, he spearheaded the magical realism in Latin America or what we call the Latin American boom. Along with him are also some authors, but uh, the others are uh, collaborators or contributors along with him. He's also the author of 100 Days of Solitude. So, I'll now reveal the uh, author that we'll have today that is Gabriel Garcia Marquez. So, he is a Colombian novelist and the writer of the 20th century who was awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1982, mostly for his masterpiece, uh, 100 Years of Solitude. This uh, 100 Years of Solitude was said to be a, a story where magical realism and its elements are really in. So it's actually a fictional story of a town named Macondo. And according to him, it's actually the story of his hometown. So, but then it is somewhat fictional also. And in that place, he was able to convey the struggles and the history of the Macondo town. So now, I'll be presenting to you one of the stories created by Mr. Marquez entitled Eva is inside her cat. So I believe I have uh, sent you a copy of this, but then I'll be reading some of the parts so that we'll be able to refresh our minds about the story Eva is inside her cat. So here it goes. She cursed her ancestors. They were to blame for her insomnia. They had transmitted that exact, invariable beauty as if after death, mothers shook and renewed their heads in order to graft them onto the trunks of their daughters. It was as if the same head, a single head, had been continuously transmitted with the same ears, with the same nose, the identical mouth with its weighty intelligence to all women who were to receive it irremediably like a painful inheritance of beauty it was there in the transmission of the head that the internal microbe that came through across generations had been accentuated had taken on personality strength until it became an invisible being an incurable illness which upon reaching her after having passed through a complicated process of judgment, could no longer be born and was bitter and painful, just like a tumor or a cancer. It was during those hours of wakefulness that she remembered the things 
disagreeable to her fine sensibility. She remembered the objects that made up the sentimental universe were as in a chemical stew. Those microbes of despair had been cultivated. During those nights, with her big round eyes, open and frightened, she bore the weight of darkness that fell upon her temples like molten lead. Everything was asleep around her, and from her corner, in order to bring on sleep, she tried to go back over her childhood memories. But that remembering always ended with a terror of unknown. Always, after wandering through the dark corners of the house, her thoughts would find themselves face to face with fear. Then the struggle would begin. The struggle against three unmovable enemies. She would never, no, she would never be able to shake the fear from her head. She would have to bear it as it clutched at her throat and all just to live in that ancient mansion, to sleep alone in that corner, away from the rest of the world. But now, in her new life, temporal and spaceless, she was more tranquil. She knew that outside her world there, everything would keep on with the same rhythm as before, that her room would still be sunken in early morning darkness, and her things, her furniture, her 13 favorite books all in place, and that on her unoccupied bed, the body aroma that filled the void of what had been a whole woman was only now beginning to evaporate. But how could that happen? How could she, after being a beautiful woman, her blood peopled by insects, pursued by fear of the total night, have the immense wakeful nightmare now of entering a strange unknown world where all dimensions had been eliminated. She remembered the night, that night of her passage had been colder than usual and as she was alone in the house, martyrized by insomnia. No one disturbed the silence, and the smell that came from the garden was a smell of fear. Sweat broke out on her body, as if the blood in her arteries were pouring out of its cargo of insects. She wanted someone to pass by on the street, someone who would shout, would shatter that halted atmosphere, for something to move in nature, for the earth to move around the sun again, but it was useless. And there she would be. She would contemplate the moment, detail by detail, from a corner from the ceiling, from the cheeks of the wall, from anywhere, from the best angle, shielded by her bodiless state in her spacelessness. It bothered her thinking about it. Now she realized her mistake. She wouldn't be able to give any explanation, clear anything up, console anybody. 
no living could be informed or her transformation. Now, perhaps, the only time that she needed them, she wouldn't have mouth, arms, so that everybody could know that she was in there in her corner, separated from the three-dimensional world by an unbridgeable distance. In her new life, she was isolated, completely prevented from grasping emotions. But at very moment, something was vibrating her. A shudder that ran through her Couldn't hear, she couldn't see. But she knew that sound at that night. And there, in the heights of her superior world, she began to know that an environment of anguish surrounded her. But no! Why should she be in limbo? Has she died? Perhaps. No, it was simply a change in state, a normal passage from the physical world to an easier, uncomplicated world where all dimensions had been eliminated. But one supreme idea reanimated her. Hadn't she heard, perhaps, that pure spirits can penetrate anybody at will? After all, what harm was there in trying? She attempted to remember what inhabitant of the house could be put to the proof. If she could fulfill her aim, she would be satisfied. She could eat the orange. She remembered at that time, the servants were usually not there. Her model still hadn't arrived. But the need to eat an orange joined now to the curiosity of seeing herself incarnate in a body different from her own, obliged her to act at once, and yet there was no one there in whom she could incarnate herself. It was a desolating bit of reason. There was nobody in the house. She would have to live eternally, isolated from the outside world, in her undimensional world, unable to eat the first orange, and all because of a foolish thing. It would have been better to go on bearing up a few more years under that hostile beauty and not wipe herself out forever, making herself forever useless like a conquered beast. But it was too late. Okay, so those were some excerpts from the short story. So before we proceed with the next uh, activity, let's have a break and let's take a look with this infomercial. Galing. Halina't alamin. Pagamat ang Bulacan High School ay niluwal bilang bahagi ng proyektong kolonyal ng mga Amerikano, hindi maitatanggi na dulot ito ng masidhing pagigiit ng mga malolenyo para sa edukasyon na unang ipinagpunyagi ng mga kababaihan ng malolos noong huling bahagi ng ikalabing siyam na siglo. Unang nahintahanan ng paaralan ang bahay ni Dr. Juan B. Carlos sa Tibag Baliwag noong 1902. 
Sinimulang itayo ang kusali ng paaralan sa bakura ng Kapitolyo sa Ginhawa, Malolos, Bulacan noong Hulyo 1905 at tatapos noong Febrero 1906. Huli itong tinawag ng Bulacan High School noong 1955 at pinalitan ng pangalang Marcelo H. Del Pilar High School. Ang unang tagumpay ng Bulacan High School ay limang mag-aaral na nakapagtapos noong 1909. Sila sina Juan S. Fernando, unang valedictorian at naging doktor. Gabriel A. Bernardo, salutatorian na naging librarian. Kasama si na Enrique P. Ochoa at Miguela Baltazar na kapwa ng doktor din. At isa pa ay sa Irene San Juan na hindi nakapagpatuloy ng pag-aaral. Mga sumunod na taon, ang Bulacan High School ay nakapagluwal ng mga anak na nagsabuhay ng dunong, diwa at dangal. Mga gobernador ng Bangko Sentral, Alfonso T. Kalalang ng Class 1980, Gregorio Licaros ng Class 1936. Mga kalihim ng kagawaran, Marcelo S. Balatbat ng Class 1927, kalihim ng komersyo. Estefania Aldabalim ng Class 1927, isa rin siyang psikologo at social worker. Mga arkitekto, Beatrice Chongson ng Class 1936, at asawang inhinyero na si Alfredo T. Aldaba. Bantog na mga awit. Dalisay Aldaba ng Class 1930, isang kilalang soprano. Mga doktor. Dr. Jose R. Reyes ng Class 1980. Ipinangalan sa kaniya ang Jose R. Reyes Memorial Medical Center. Dr. Elpidio Valencia ng Class 1936. Mga guro. Jose P. W. Tantoco ng Class 1935, isa rin siyang civic leader. Encarnacion Lozada ng Class 1917 na naging dekano ng edukasyon sa Universidad ng Maynila. Mga manunulat? Macario G. Pineda ng Class 1931. Casiano Kalalang ng Class 1927 na isa rin namang guro. Bienvenido Ramos ng Class 1951 na tumanggap ng Gawad Carlos Palangka in Literature. Antonio Sempio ng Class 1910 na isa ring abogado at direktor ng mga pelikula. Mga inyanyero, Hermene Hildo R. Reyes ng Class 1924. Siya ang nagpundar ng Western Steel at Central Colleges of the Philippines. Juan L. Chongson ng Class 1917 na naging dekano ng kolehiyo ng Inhinyeria sa Universidad ng Pilipinas. Mga Pambansang Dalubagham Dr. Jaminiano T. De Ocampo ng Class 1925 sa Larangan ng Optalmolohiya. Dr. Gregorio T. Velasquez ng Class 1920 sa Larangan ng Fecology. Dr. Francisco O. Santos ng Class 1912 sa Larangan ng Nutrisyon. Mga Abogado Magno Gatmaitan ng Class 1925 Andres Gatmaitan Jose De La Rama ng Class 1936 Mga Lingkod Bayan Rogasiano Mercado ng Class 1933 Chodulo C. Natividad ng Class 1940 Dating kinatawan sa Kongreso Purifikasyon kay Sostomo Reyes na naging unang babaeng mayor ng Malolos mga kabataang nag-iit ng karapatan tulad ni Cecilio Abraham na isang bayaning gerilya noong panahon ng ikalawang digmaang pandaigdig. Romualdo Vihandre na nanguna sa... Makinig, manood na sa teleradyo. Makinig, manood na sa teleradyo. 
Telerato, Telerato Marcelo. And we're back. And we're back here at uh, Telerado Marcelo. So, going back, I have prepared here some questions to have an in-depth discussion of the story. So first, who is the main character in the story? So I believe that it is a girl who is the main character of the story. In the person of Eva. So Eva is the main character of the story I have read to you. Next question. What is the important part of the story? So what do you think? It's actually written in the title. So the important part of the story is Eva's looking for a cat to reincarnate herself because she said there that uh, she thinks that uh, people can uh, enter the uh, uh, enter in an organism so she thought of a cat then what are the symbolic words in the story and what do they stand for so i have here photos so this will be the symbolism and I, I actually have an actual one so the first um symbol we have here an orange so what do you think the orange stands for and then we have eva's body the insects and the abandoned house, which is actually the setting of the story. So basically, the orange means unfulfilled desire. So that desire of Eva to be reincarnated. Then, Eva's body seems to be a prison where she cannot escape. Meanwhile, the insects, those are her internal struggles or her negative thoughts probably it could be somewhat depression or her anxieties and lastly the abundant house it's her alienated self next question is what are the elements of magical realism present in the story actually they are all uh, present in the story the realistic setting, the abandoned house, specifically the room where uh, Eva is located. Then there's also magical elements, the insects creeping in in her mind. Limited information, so it was not explained how Eva died and how is she there for, uh, for so many years. And in Critic, there's um, comments about being beautiful and how she hated being uh, attractive it seems that she really hated being the center of attention and then unique 
plot structure. So there's a lot of things going on. She met a boy, and there's the cat, and then the orange. So there's also the conflict that she wanted to reincarnate herself. And she cannot do so. Next, what is the central theme that the story would want to establish to its reader? So there's actually three. We have beauty because there's a, a concept of beauty written in the first part of the story, life and death. So now I want you to make an activity, but I already have mine. So it's to create an acrostic to narrate the word beauty in your given first name. So to narrate your personal experiences being discriminated and treated unfairly of your physical features or flaws. So my name is Nina. So I have here mine. And is no amount of discouragement could stop me. I, insignificant thoughts, commentaries are not in my vocabulary because I am not a people pleaser. Astounding personality and character are what I strive for. So this is how I view beauty in my perspective. How about yours? So I believe we do have different uh, concepts of beauty. It could be in your physical appearance or maybe in uh, your perception or how you see yourself from within okay okay you may write them down if you're still uh, thinking about your acrostic and please comment them in our uh, comment section okay so i guess uh this ends our session, but before we end, I'd like to end this by uh, this saying that we'll never know what kind of magic awaits us. Let's have a magic, magic, uh, uh, magical day ahead. And thank you for all the responses and the participants this morning from all the departments. And uh, I also thank the people behind the Teleradio. Thank you, folks, and have a nice day. This is Mam Ma Nina again, signing off for 21st Century Literature of the Philippines and the World. Makinig manood na sa teleradyo Makinig manood na sa teleradyo Teleradyo, teleradyo Marcelo Sa gitna ng mapanubok na panahon Magkahatid sa dagakibat ay diskusyon Sama-sama tayo Kahit magkalayo Sa programang ito Tiyakang pagkatuto Teleradyo Teleradyo Marcelo Teleradio, Teleradio Marcelo, Teleradio, Teleradio Marcelo. Salamat, Ginang Nino Marie Nicolas. Isa na namang araw ang, nang makabuluhang talakayan ang natapos. 
Ito ang Teleradyo Marcelo, ang telearalan ng bawat Del Pilarian. Makinig muli sa susunod na talakayan para sa panibagong pagkatuto mula lunes hanggang biyernes. Ikalabing isa ng umaga, muli ito ang Teleradyo Marcelo, ang telearalan ng bawat Del Pilarian. Makinig, manood na sa Teleradyo. Makinig, manood na sa Teleradyo. Teleradyo, Teleradyo Marcelo. Sa gitna ng mapanubok na panahon, magkahatid sa kakibat ay diskusyon. Sama-sama tayo. Kahit magkalayo Sa programang ito Tiyak ang pagkatuto Teleradyo Teleradyo Marcelo Teleradyo 